TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Chris Russell and Pete Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Final hour of this soiree today, cleaning up the non-game-related stories from the weekend. Of course, the two biggest, Dan Snyder, and of course, Jimmy G or Carson Wentz. Washington allegedly, according to Schefter's report, a deal structured to get Garoppolo before finding out, oh, he's going to have shoulder surgery, and Washington said, return to sender, sorry. Two days later, two, three days later, it was Carson Wentz, big red here in Washington. Let's get your phone calls. 301-230-0980. I'm going to be ready. I, I'm just, I was waiting for you to get your hand in your holster and ready to I go was, here. I was looking at the beautiful picture I posted of Ted Lasso looking off into the yonder. <laughs> he looks like a dead freaking ringer. I wish I was smart enough to get a side-by-side. I'm not talented enough digitally and whatever. By the way, Essig, you failed earlier this week by not getting the love child uh, uh, threesome uh, picture that uh, of of um, of uh, uh, Brian Dable and Pete and and who else was it? Oh, uh, uh, Dan Quinn. Is that what it was? Right, Dan Quinn, mm-hmm. Brian Dable, and you. Yeah, that'd be uh, great. Right in a menage a trois. <laughs> Just you know, if I if I if I, I I could win a lot of games, me me doing the personnel on those two. Coordinate my offense and my defense. Still still need to have better than Daniel Jones at quarterback. Let's go to All line right. two. Start things off with Rick in D.C. What's up, Rick? Rick. Hey, man, what's going on? What's up, Rick? All right. Uh, my feel on that is I would have uh, chosen Taylor Haneke over both of those quarterbacks because number one is if you saw the game Sunday, we had nine sacks. So evidently quarterback is not the issue. The offensive line is the problem. Wait, 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 wait. Let, let me jump in. J- let me jump in there. So, you, uh, just to clarify, so you you say all nine of those sacks were on the offensive line? Is is that what you're basically saying? No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is the quarterback problem is not our issue. The offensive line, the uh, cornerback, and the linebackers in the front four need to sh- um, shape up. That's our issue. Quarterback is not the problem. Uh, Taylor Haneke last year didn't have a healthy uh, Curtis Samuel or a Logan Thomas at um, the receiving uh, part. Now we have those healthy wide receivers. We need to build the offensive line and have more depth. We, we drafted a quarterback in Sam Howell. That's our future quarterback. We could have rolled with Taylor Haneke, build the offensive line up, 
drafted another cornerback, shutdown cornerback, and we would have been fine. Our, our, our issue was the offensive line, and Ron Rivera did not make that um, uh, um, a red flag. He didn't throw the red flag out in time because that call would have been reversed. I mean, look at the game uh, the previous week. You saw the issue. The running back, the um, Detroit Lions ran all over us. The, uh, the receivers was catching the ball. Our, the defensive backs didn't shape up. So we need to draft more offensive uh, linemen. That's our problem. Haneke could have uh, rolled this year, and then Sam Howell could have got the experience, and he could have taken over at the quarterback position if um, Haneke didn't improve this year. Haneke went into year three. This is this would have been his third year. He had the experience in this offensive line. This, offensive is, this line. is the male version yeah. of Dr. Saban. Rick, appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate it. Um, here's the thing. All right, first of all. I thought that was funny. No. Here, I like it, but okay. here's the other thing. Here's the other thing you could have done this year. And uh, this could have bought Ron time and understanding. You've said this consistently all along. If you would have, and they couldn't have known then, obviously, that Sam Howe was going to fall in their lap in the fifth round. They couldn't have known that. And this is why it's it's really, it's not fair to bring this up. But if you would have gone into this season with Heineke and a quarterback you drafted, I mean, it was clear. It became clear as the draft was going along. Oh, my God. We could take Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett. We could trade down again and probably take Malik Willis because Pickett finally went at 20. Or, in this case, you know, Hal falls it. So, if you'd have gone into this season super cheap at quarterback, Taylor Heineke was going to cost you a million dollars. That was it. Okay? And you end up drafting a guy. And in camp, you're like, ooh, ooh, Hal's got this. We could play Hal. And you started Sam Hal this year from the get-go. It would buy time. It would buy Ron time. Understanding that, hey, we've committed to a young quarterback and we're going to build with him, and everybody would realize, okay, we know that's going to take mm-hmm. a little bit of time. So e- you're even if it looked really bad, so and he got you're pummeled? willing to absorb the growing pains because it's a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Okay, true. You're willing to absorb it's a the rookie pain? fifth round quarterback, Look, though. <laughs> right? Look Not at, a second round right. talent, but look at what Chicago's going through I with know. a first round I talent know. right now. Yeah. Look what at what, what San Francisco. What, San Francisco. What did I, what did I tell you about Justin San Fields? Francisco mortgaged I know. a lot of assets. I know to play a guy that's not going to play this it's year. Why you do not mortgage the Chicago farm. has thrown twenty eight passes total in three games. I know quarterbacks okay? suck. So and everyone thinks they know how to get one and they don't. Where they made the incorrect evaluation is that they were just a quarterback away. That's where they misevaluated because. They don't have – they have no depth at linebacker. Mm-hmm. No depth, okay? And you could – I'm telling you, and maybe I'd be wrong. You Say, could but, argue that but, they have no no bona fide starters at linebacker. The N- Kobe Dean would come in here and compete right away at that position, okay? You incorrectly evaluated your offensive line. You knew Sheriff was leaving – but because you spent 28 on Wentz, mm-hmm. you couldn't spend any money on Flowers. So he said, Eric, see you later. Yeah. Now, hey, 
I you understand. Got, now you got two holes. And I understand Eric is still out there. So there's 31 other teams that say right now they don't need Eric Flowers, which I do find a bit puzzling, but maybe they all know something that we don't at this point. So, again, I'm not ready to kick their rear end on Flowers because he's not out there playing for somebody else like DeAndre Carter is. Mm-hmm. But because you committed $28 million in resources to Carson Wentz this year, it took your ability to try and improve all those other areas completely out of play. And then, then Jerry Jones has 40-plus in his quarterback, so he realizes, I've got to go build the rest of my roster through the draft, and he has 71% of his roster built up through the draft. So what do you do? You go out. You knew Samuel was going to be healthy this year. You went and got another weapon at that position. If you weren't going to pay Terry and you're going to draft a guy at that position, then I completely understand that. But you didn't help You didn't help yourself on the offensive line. You didn't help yourself at corner, linebacker, anywhere else where you had deficiencies. I mean, they, they did have a lot of deficiencies. They, but I don't they, know if they but had remember, glaring they, holes but anywhere they other than quarterback. into this soiree thinking, we're just a quarterback away. So what do we do? We go get a quarterback. We go get him another weapon. And yes, we've seen flashes that it can look gorgeous. But as Right, but did they make the Wentz decision? I mean, they when they made the Wentz decision or the quarterback decision, before we get back to the calls, they knew that they were more than just a quarterback away. Otherwise, they wouldn't have drafted a stud receiver, a potential stud receiver in the in the middle part of the first round, a running back in the but third you, round, Chris, a defensive tackle in the third in the second. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like they knew they knew Fidari that they were Mathis, more than just a quarterback had, had away. To, they knew they had to pick that in the second round, but they went into this like they were just a quarterback away because you had ample cap space and you spent twenty eight million dollars of it on the quarterback. Right. I understand where you're getting. What was the I more glaring where you're need? At. Here's here's my bigger issue: is that they treated like this landing Collins situation, like you know, like that they didn't have money that they could free up to keep an Eric Flowers or to spend in free agency, and instead they tabled the money for June first, a post June first designation, which meant yes, they had a greater savings this year, but they couldn't use it, and they still haven't used it. Still haven't used it. Yeah, man. They haven't well, used any I mean, of it. But again, the so, problem. I mean, which kind of mixes this into is your why, point. This is why if I was in the personnel office, I would have stood up on a table for N'Kobe Dean, maybe even in place of Mathis, because I needed somebody to compete as a starter at linebacker. Mathis, you knew, was going to be a depth piece behind Payne. And I mean, Allen, Dean didn't go, Dean didn't go to round. the middle of the third round. I know. I understand that. You know, so I mean, I can't kill them for that. Not killing them, but I need, I need. Look, the proof is in the pudding, Chris. Right, right. Look That's at the fair. way, look at the way the guy's playing right now. Yeah. Okay, I need a guy that can run away from people and run side to side. I tell you what, and he fits you the look bill. at some of the, you look at some of the coaches' film, and I saw it in person. I probably didn't give him enough credit because I was so pissed off about the loss and the performance. Jamin was Jamin was better than people realized on Sunday. And Jamin's been way better than people realized the last two weeks. He's running and attacking yes. things better yes. now. Absolutely. And maybe and, and, diagno- and, look, and diagnosing. But maybe without sitting with Jack and Ron and watching film yeah. of when it was going bad as to what it is now, we don't know what they're asking him to do. We don't I know if that's been know. we don't know if those responsibilities have been lessened overall, right. so he's only got certain keys yeah. he's got to 
worry about. We don't know if they've lessened the responsibility, which has allowed him to look more free out there yeah. without without having that conversation behind the scenes with Ron and Jack because they're not going to they're not going to tell you publicly I think hey we've had to cut back because the player can't possibly handle everything right. we're giving him you're right but it does look like a guy and, and look his, his I mean he gets a sack because Hurts slides we know that um, Jay, Jamin was coming to lower the boom on him. Hurt said, "I got to make a business decision. Yeah. I'm just going to slide right here." But I think there so were other moments block off. Sunday where he where he played well. He yeah. had a he had a run uh, a, a run but, loss or or maybe it Chris, was a one yard gain. Where, here, where here's the thing though, you see traits in him right now, especially with the way he runs. That's why they wanted to move him into the middle to yeah. see if he could play it because sure. when he's running, he looks like a guy that yes. can go side to side yes. for you and do that. That's why they tried to put him there in the first well, place. Well, that's also maybe why they thought they were further ahead at linebacker than everyone else seemed to think. Let's go to line were. one. Leon's in Silver Spring. What's up, Leon? Okay, guys. It's nice to be uh, with you. Good to hear. Uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen to me. Uh, Listen, listen to me. Uh, well, uh, Garofalo, uh, you know, uh, we don't, I, uh, I think that the, the previous caller was that, uh, you know, he brought up a lot of other de- deficiencies and everything. He never said that he, which one he would take, but, uh, I'm, I'm, but I'm with him. I don't think we need another stand-up quarterback. This is a quarterback that can't get out of his way when the blitz comes on. You remember that the Ram game? They, I think they were three points down or, or maybe four, and they had at least over two minutes or under two minutes, and they were deep in that territory, something like maybe the 18-yard uh, line or something. And, and uh, on second down, he got rushed, and then uh, he just stood there. Then all of a sudden he just – whooped the ball up there in the air just as a prayer and and it got picked off and so um you know we don't we don't need another stand up quarterback we need a quarterback that that that's got the legs you know you know I, I really think so and 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 let me say this uh I think that why are you not bringing cam sims or uh, uh, throwing to the tight end so that they can muscle the ball up you know down the middle sometimes you know you know, and and fight with the with the cornerback sometimes. You know, down the middle on third down. You know. Well, the only problem with that, Leon, is we saw on Sunday, he's got to throw the ball. He's actually got to release the football. And uh, you know that. I mean, look, Leon. Uh, I mean, he, Logan Thomas has been utilized. Uh, we've seen Logan Thomas appearances. You know, here so far in the regular season, Logan, I thought was good. In Prob- games probably one and quarter- two. quarterbacks got to get rid of the football. Yeah, I mean, quarterbacks got to get rid of the football. Yeah. And 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 and. and my my point on Cam Sims is, if you put Cam Sims on the field, who are you taking off the yeah. field? Oh, I agree. I I, I, agree I mean, with right that. now they can't even get Deami Brown yeah. on the field, and not that he deserves and, to play based on some of his uh, preseason work, but they, they can't, can't even get, get him get on the those field. Guys, targets, right? I mean, like Terry is going, I, like Terry's, and, and again, I'm not one of these people that say, well, you have to get Terry a touch on the first play of the game or whatever. Um, Terry didn't get a target until six minutes and change left to go in the second quarter, right? Well, in Detroit, it was third quarter. Uh, was it Pretty that sure late? it was third quarter. Okay. I'd have to go back and double-check that. I thought it was late in the first half, but maybe you're right. I can't Let's remember. go to line two, Ron's and Crofton. What's up, Ron? Uh, yeah. Hey, just Ron. Listening to, just listening to the conversation about the quarterbacks. We got our, we got quarterbacks that can play. Um, you know, if this guy's not going to make it, then you got to – you got to go to Heineke. You don't even have to go to Howell. Howell's good, 
but his throwing motion is not very much better than Heineke's. Heineke's got the experience of being out there one year, one full year as the, as the starter and the leader. I think you have to call more mobility plays to take advantage of the guy's legs. Uh, Wentz has no legs. He's a drop back. He's a standard. He looks like Joe Namath to some extent, dropping back, trying to fight off guys and all that. We don't need a Ben Roethlisberger to here. The game has morphed into more of a mobility game. We've got to react that way. Now, you got a quarterback. You brought him in here. Uh, you're paying him $28 million. If he's not going to produce for the fans, the game is for us. It's not just for them. We want to see the best team out on the field. Is Carson Wentz give us the best at quarterback for that? Is it because of his arm? Because his arm is good, but these other guys can throw. Who's throwing 50 yards every play? Nobody. So you, you allow the guy to throw, you know, 20 yards. Taylor Heineke can do that. I'm not an advocate for him. He may not. He may have some deficiencies, but, you know, these other guys, uh, you know, the rookie's not going to be, what, you just throwing the season in there? If you don't call mobility plays, they're all going to get killed because we don't have an offensive line that can stand up there and hold the guy for six, seven, eight seconds. Uh, to allow you to, you know, cherry pick where you're going to throw the ball to. That's it. Ron, Thanks, appreciate Ron. the call. And look, as I said, three of the sacks on Sunday, the Eagle defender didn't get there till five, five and a half, six seconds. So that that that's on Wentz to get rid of the ball. I agree with you on I mean, that. They can't block all day. But But here's the other thing. What makes anybody think that Carson Wentz, with his injury history, with his longish frame, with his need for space to throw and uncurl and whatever, is going to be, at this point in his career, great just because you roll him out and move the pocket? Again, I I think people overrate that all the time. There are some quarterbacks that are really good, Pete, on bootlegs and runs and, and whatever and right. keep their eyes up. You know, everybody used to scream about this with Robert. You know who wasn't good when they were when they were on the run throwing the football and with mechanics? Robert. Well, I and mean, nobody understood that except the coaches. Not everybody can be Inspector Gadget like Patrick Mahomes on the move where he just can contort his body and throw balls yeah. that other humans can't yeah. do. Uh some people are good at throwing on the run, some people must have their feet set to throw accurately. Well, it's not only the feet set, it's it's also the accuracy, and it's also keeping your eyes right, up it's all so about that your you mechanics. can some coverage. Guys, and... Some guys need to be mechanically yeah. perfect to throw right. the ball where they need right. it to go. Some guys are not. Josh Allen is another guy. Yeah. Josh Allen can be on the move and throw a missile. Yeah. Okay? I don't think Wentz is that guy anymore. Uh, and, and and maybe nor, it's because of the injuries. Nor does but... he probably want to be. Yeah. You know, I hear you, you get out in space. What happens? Some dude dives at your legs every yep. single time when you're I in space. You. And remember, with the quarterback, you've got to hit him lower anyway. You've got a you've got a, a shoebox size strike yep. zone to hit a quarterback. I hear you. you know, from his chest to his belt buckle. Because if you hit him anywhere lower than that, except when he's outside the pocket, he's free game well, outside the hit, pocket. You can still hit a dude on the thigh, right? Uh, thigh hip area. You better be sure it's like right in the thigh because yeah. if you're anywhere near that knee, the R is throwing the yellow hanky. Let's get one more call in here before the break. Let's go to line three. Danny's in D.C. What's up, Danny? Hello, everyone. Um, thank you for taking my call. Uh, great show, fellas. Great thank show. Thank you, Danny. Appreciate I'm you. Try to, you're welcome. Definitely, definitely. So I'm going to try to stick on point. I would take Jimmy G all day and, and, and with, with what we send out here with this product being put out. Real quick, 
when has the last time have this ever been an unsuccessful surgery in the NFL? I'm sorry, I haven't heard of that. <laughs> That's a great I'm point. Just, every, every, honest, you know? Maybe Joe Theismann. That's about it. That's about it. But look how long ago that was. So we're talking about uh, unsuccessful. Well, we, we're always looking at successful surgeries. I'll tell you Jimmy Gilbert, his, his, foot, his football IQ is way higher than Carson Wentz. I'm sorry, his decision-making skills is way higher than Carson Wentz. And you pay for somebody that's already going to get cut or released anyway. You pay $28 million for this guy that's always going to be cut or released. I don't understand it. I mean, I don't understand the dynamics behind it. And, and, and for the rest of the fans, be calm, everybody. Taylor Heineke is going to see the field before the end of this year. I'm sorry. That's just all it is. Taylor Heineke is going to see the field. So with that, man, I'll take it off air. I really appreciate Danny, the pre- call. Yeah, appreciate that. Work. Yeah, appreciate that. I mean, look, look the, the question ultimately is if Taylor Heineke is going to get to the field. And those of you that have called in this morning, it, it just goes to show you it's more than just Sabah. I was okay. going to say, there's been a lot of Sabah, Sabah, Sabah's got a freaking conference room full of friends now on Taylor Heineke. <laughs> Okay. After one, after one and a half so, dreadful games. So I mean, it, it's it ultimately, and, and Matt brought up a good point because I was thinking the same thing here. Alex Smith actually made it back after. To Danny's point, has there ever been a, a an unsuccessful surgery? Yeah. I mean, he had to have like Alex seventeen of them. Smith made it back to the yeah. field. Now, modern medicine is ridiculous. Yeah. Now, you know, a throwing arm. It's a different thing. I think it's going to take Jimmy G a little while. I don't. I bet he doesn't have the full strength in that arm quite back as yet. But when you got three weapons that Washington's got floating around out there, yeah. you don't have to always throw the ball like Wentz did to McLaurin on the one touchdown against Jacksonville on the mega throw. Yeah. But you can certainly do a lot of damage with those three guys in the intermediate game, and those guys can get you the yak the rest of the way. Right. Just like well, Debo Samuel did for Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. I mean, to that point, you don't have to always. I mean, the the 45-yard throw down the sideline on Sunday against the uh, down the Eagles sideline was perfect throw, perfect everything, exactly what you love about Carson Wentz. I don't need that. I maybe one one time a game. I I I, I need that. I can use that. Whatever. I need him to be better in the quick game. I need him to be more accurate in the short game. I need Scott Turner to dial that up more by design as opposed to necessity and need. None of that has come true through three games. They did a but better job of it, obviously, in Week One against Jacksonville. None of that has. Been, um, has come to roost, if you will, in the last two games, period. Taylor Heineke and the Cam Sims fan club is still existing out there, fans. If you need your card, you've got people that are standing by to get you your fan club card for Taylor Heineke and Cam Sims. A reminder, Caps Flyers tonight, exhibition hockey right here on the Team 980 with John Walton. As uh, Team 980, of course, your one-stop shop for all things sports here in the Washington market. 301-230-0980. More of your calls on this next. Jimmy G or Carson Wentz, and do you believe the report? Right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. 
Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Ah, the great Jay Giles band bringing us back in on a Wednesday morning. 301-230-0980. Do you think kids today even know what that song is? Uh, I don't know, but here's one thing to to that point. After practice the other night, my daughter gets in the car. Mm-hmm. Dad, she goes, can I play this song through the off my phone through the radio? And I'm like, okay, sure. It's Nicki Minaj with a remix of Rick James's Super Freak. <laughs> <laughs> And she goes, I just need this song to get me hyped. I'm like, okay. To get me hyped. And I'm, I'm just listening to it, and I'm going, oh, my God. This is my 14-year-old listening to Super Freak. If she's, I, I was going to say, she what, only knew. What did you know? what did Nicki Minaj do to Super Freak? Did she, did she put her own twist on it and change the lyrics, yeah, or did she mostly I, no, leave it the, the same lyric, and cover just, it? Or I wouldn't say it didn't change the lyrics, just did them in a different way. The boom, words, boom, boom, boom. you know, S-U-P. S-U-P, S-U-P-E-R, S-U-P, S-U-P, S-U-P-E-R, F-R-E, F-R-E-A-K, I mean, it, you that know, sounds terrible. I'm just, uh, you know. I, no, no, not you. I'm just saying, that, like, if that's what she did, that sounds awful. No, I mean, there's like, more to it would than just to that? that. But, I mean, you know, it was, it's just, it, you know, here's a here's what, what I, as much as people try to crap on the music from our era growing mm-hmm. up. Right now, I don't know if it's a lack of creative songwriters or because that music was so good, they're like, hey, yeah, let's let's do a remix with that. And I you know, I mean it it, it wasn't bad to be honest with you. All right. So I mean it I mean it but just I don't know anything about song, Nicki Minaj. When she played but, that song, I'm just like, oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking know. of SUP, real quickly, uh, and I know we have to get right back to the calls, uh, and we have Dum Dum of the Day and everything in between, closing time. Uh, Sup Dogs, mm-hmm. did you get a new sweatshirt? Is oh, that no, a new I've sweatshirt? Had this, I've had this one. Okay, I couldn't um, tell if that was a new one or not, but shout you're out to, one. Shout out to Brett and the gang. I'd love to know how much money they made this weekend. Mm-hmm. With Navy being at East Carolina, there was 40000 at that game. Place was packed Saturday when we went there for lunch. Right. And Brett's location in Chapel Hill because Notre Dame Notre was Dame in Chapel Navy. Hill. I mean, Notre Dame, North So Carolina, Brett was right. down there. Right. And, um, oh, so you didn't get to see Brett. I didn't get to see him, but I talked okay. to him, though. And uh, he was very, very gracious uh-huh. uh, to our group of one, two, three, six. six what, one, did, two. what did you ultimately put down? Do you remember? Uh, what do you mean? Like food? Food, yeah. Oh, I got the smokehouse. Uh, smokehouse hot dog uh, combo, Ooh. which was bacon, cheese, oh. hot dog, fries, oh. um, and multiple glasses of very nicely brewed sweet tea. Had a boy. It was good. Just one hot dog, though. Just one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was going to have to broadcast game several hours later. I just wanted <laughs> to make sure I wasn't going to have any, because um, I could have eaten two or three of those yeah. easily. Right. right. Uh, but you know, again, they, it, it's such a simple concept, dude. Uh, it's in a. It's the end cap to a strip mall. He's built onto it with some outdoor 
seating and an outdoor deck up top. Right. It's just phenomenal. Right. A Friday night we went there because we, we had one place for Friday for dinner, and then we were going to Sup Dogs on Saturday. So the place we went to is right around the corner from it. We went by there on Friday night, just packed. I mean, just yeah. people crawling everywhere. Oh, sure. Um, you know, they've got a they've got a bar a right of, out. A ton of beer. They've got a thing right out in the front door. Right. So you could sit outside while you're waiting, while mm-hmm. you're waiting for a table. And there were people sitting at 12 o'clock on Saturday afternoon already in that little waiting area, beveraging and everything like that. So they're making money while those people are waiting, and then they're making money because those people are going upstairs to eat and right. more beveraging. So and- what you're saying is Brett's a bigger silly than he was when he was a big silly on the junkie. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Because they're they're making they're making sig- significant cash um, right now. But uh, their staff works incredibly hard. They do a phenomenal job. Appreciate all their uh, graciousness uh, this past weekend. Let's go back to the phones here. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Fifteen minutes away from Russell's dumb dumb of the day. Let's go to line one. Nate in Upper Marlboro. What's up, Nate? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? What's up, Nate? Ain't not much, man. I just want to um, take a uh, couple shots at our fans, man. Um, I don't know what's wrong with everybody talking about putting Heineke in the game, man. <laughs> Heineke, he's, he's, he's not what everybody think he is, all right? And that's not going to solve our problems. You know what I mean? Heineke ain't going to do nothing but get our receivers punished coming across the middle. And he's going to take a lot of his that he shouldn't hit. Yeah, he's going to look good running, but that's it. I want to see real coaching. You know what I mean? I want to see adjustments made. I want to see two tight ends. I want to see the tight end come to the backfield like a fullback. Like, come on, man. Like, you got to switch things up. I I mean, I, I, think, they've, I think they've made some adjustments along the way, I, I think. Um, in terms of like the the overall operation on 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 offense, even I think they've made some some adjustments. What they haven't made enough adjustments on is finding what works early, and maybe that's something different than what you planned for the entire week. And that is part of my problem here. In general, in a nutshell, is. They plan, oh, hey, our offensive line is going to hold up. We're going to be able to do this. We're going to have, you know, a dagger concept. We're going to have all these receivers running crisscross routes, this, that, and the other thing, intermediate, long, whatever. Oh. Which is great until oh, the other crap. team covers it like this past week. Well, or or where you can't run all that stuff because your pass rush can't – or your offensive line and your quarterback can't hold up. So that's where they've been more – I think they've made – as a staff, I know they made an adjustment in Detroit on special teams, on kickoff coverage. Uh, I know they've made adjustments in terms of you know other areas, uh, in terms of how they rush, uh, in terms of third down. I know they have. So it's, it's almost like there's a stubbornness to not ask Carson Wentz either to do something that he's uncomfortable with or something that they don't want to do. And that and and that is where I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to be responsible here. I'm trying to figure out: Are they afraid to say, Carson, this isn't working, buddy? We we can't have you like a sitting duck and and back there. So we're going to have to do this. Or is it? Hey, we have all these toys and all these weapons. 
we really need to utilize them because if we can utilize them, boy, will we, we, we you know, we'll be a top three offense. But the problem is, is what happens in what happens until you figure out how to do that, how to execute that. All right, we got four minutes to get four people in. Let's go down to the very bottom here and get Paulie in here. What's up, Paulie? Hey, man, head to the W, man. You know I need more than four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but look, man. Ain't got I don't know who cares. Who cares? Oh, yeah, here we go. You're right, because you must have came up with this topic today. Who cares about Garoppolo? That's, that's all spilt milk, man. All right, which is the quarterback, right? All right, okay. we knew, we all knew it was bad. We knew it was bad to give up 28 mil and four players and three and two draft picks for this guy. But you know what? He's our quarterback, all right? And just like any other, any other player, any other position, especially a quarterback, you know, he's going to take time from this. That's why he's holding that ball like that. Everything's not second nature to him yet. And you talk about Scott Turner, he doesn't know how to adjust his offense to any player. So y'all crying for Heineke in here. He's not going to adjust the offense for Heineke because he wants to throw the ball. And you say a short pass game, that's what he does the most. You look at the Eagles. The Eagles, threw the, Eagles got these weapons on the outside, like we got these weapons, but they attack the field vertically. All right? We attack the field horizontally. That's the problem. That's the problem with this passing game. Right. You know, and, and, it's, and it brings a lot of confusion for a quarterback who's just, you know, his first two, two three weeks, you know, onto the team. And not to mention the fact, I said this in the preseason, if Scott Turner likes to throw the ball, why you got a new quarterback in here and he only threw the ball 21 times the whole preseason? If you want to throw the ball with this guy, he should have had at least 40 to 50 passes, maybe 60. In the preseason. So the whole thing, it, it, it's a collective thing, man. It's Scott Turner, you know what I mean? It, it's Wentz, and it's the offensive line. But Wentz is going to be high. You know, he's going to hit his stride so at some point. At some point, the offense will be second nature to him. But right now, it's not. Well, right, because he's right, figuring it out, and the offensive line's not helping him uh, as a collective group at this point. They've got to be more consistent. There's no Paul, doubt about i got to disagree. I, I mean, like – I don't know because I don't know the calls, but based on what I see and based on what my eyes tell me and what the eyes of Carson Wentz tells me, a lot of those shorter passes are second, third, fourth options, not options by design in the short passing game. I'm talking about first read, first boom, quick three-step pivot drop out, out, slip screen, uh, hitch, uh, slant, tunnel screen. Natural running back screen, tight end screen, backdoor style, off a of play action, like you did, uh, like Jalen Hurts did with Dallas Goddard. Like I don't see that, and maybe I'm missing it, Pete. Maybe I'm missing it. I don't see an attack mentality of a quick passing game being the first or primary option. I see it being a secondary, tertiary, last resort. Let's go to line two. Will in DC. What's up, Will? They're arrogant. They are arrogant. Um, Jack Daryl, he's insulated. He has no accountability. And Ron has no accountability. To who? They're arrogant. You can see the man was getting attacked. And some of the running was working. Because, Rooster, you talk about the run. Yep. Did they not get away from the run? Run, 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 run. And then you, you let Williams in there to run the ball one time. The whole game. That's what they needed to do. Instead of dropping back, trying to throw the long bomb. And they, and they you see the offensive line was struck. They are arrogant. And I'm losing respect for Ron. 
Uh, You're I not alone on that. Yeah. I, I, well, well, Ron has definitely lost a lot of fan support and favor. Uh, appreciate the phone call, Will. I, I don't know if arrogant. I think they are confident and too confident in themselves. Too what's, confident, what's, what's, which, which is arrogant, which is arrogant. I don't, but, I, but I look at arrogant as being maybe a slightly different level than too confident or believing in what they do. I, I, I look at it as being a little bit different. Let's go to That's line three. Me. Billy's in Chantilly. That rhymes. Billy. Good morning. Uh, have you guys, there's a lot of people saying gentlemen out there that this, uh, W with the Washington State coffee mug is actually an Easter egg. Have you heard that? <laughs> an Easter egg? <laughs> you know, an Easter egg, like when they hide things and, and like it's it's like has a hidden meaning. Yeah. That there's people uh, saying that right now our fair captain, our rear admiral Dan Schneider, is actually and I've read this on the port in the port city of Seattle, Washington, and this is the Easter egg scouting Michael Panic Jr., the Washington quarterback, former Washington Huskies quarterback, former Indiana quarterback, and that actually Dan is is heading up the uh, player personnel for the uh, commanders in 2023. Have you guys heard this? Uh, I read this. I have not. Uh, no. And, and look, uh, Michael Penix is having an amazing start to this season in a new system, but we saw this his freshman year at Indiana as well. And then after that, it was a debacle. Now, part of that was because of injuries. If Michael Penix holds up this entire year doing this at the University of Washington, I can start to come around on him again. But I don't believe for one minute that Dan is out there scouting Michael Penix Jr. Cliff? We we know the the planes were in Teterboro yesterday. Correct. Cliff, you got the last word. Go ahead. Hey, good morning. How y'all doing? Hey, um, this is for this is uh, for that caller that was um, talking about all these fans want Heineke in the game. I don't care about Heineke being in the game. Let's give Carson Wentz a full season to see if he can shake himself out of these cobwebs. The offensive line need to play better. They need to be on the phone calling Earth Flowers because that boy that's playing left left guard right now is a um, is a dud and. They should implement a lot of three-step drops like Dan Marino used to do back in the day with Don Shula and the Miami Dolphins, and I'll sit back and listen. Cliff, I appreciate you. I I like that concept because they're both familiar. I mean, they're, they're both similar skill set there, a guy that can let it fly at any time. All I'm going to say is this. Andrew Norwell's been an above-average player in his career in the National Football League. But last year, Charles Leno and Eric Flowers as a combo on the left side for most of that year played as good as any left guard and left tackle in the league Mm -hmm. over 17 games. And to let that chemistry go away when you knew you were going to have to replace your right guard no matter what, that to me was, was just football, a football felony. Because your offensive line is the lifeline of your football team. Your quarterback can't be a star if people don't block for him. And right now, you're seeing a lack of chemistry and a lack of a lot on that offensive line. Granted, it's only three games, but Mr. Parsons is up next with Mr. Lawrence, and that 
is a dynamic duo that they will have to deal with. Again, you guys have been spectacular today. Appreciate you. I don't know why we're so surprised we're getting so many calls. We think we're doing great shows, and your interest and engagement is showing us that each and every day. It's Dallas week. We'll start to focus in on some of that. We'll get into some of the other. Thursdays is kind of our day to kind of look at some other things that are going on. We'll uh, take a look at some college football and other things coming up tomorrow. We've got the dumb dumb of the day next, right after Chris tells us what's trending. All right, you may have missed this last night. I did. Uh, until now, Marlins left-handed pitcher Richard Blair was ejected last night. Why? Because he became the first player since 1900 according to the Elias Sports Bureau, to balk three times in the same at-bat. He's a left-handed pitcher going against the Mets three times in the same at-bat in the eighth inning with Jeff McNeil. uh, I'm sorry, with Pete Alonzo at the plate. Blyer was called for balk three times and got ejected as he became increasingly agitated with the umpiring crew. All right. Mets and Braves coming up this weekend, uh, presumably in Atlanta. We'll see what happens with hurricane, um, uh, with the hurricane effect. Meanwhile, former Commanders COO Greg Resch, according to Nikki Jabala, is joining a Baltimore company, Sagamore Ventures, a private investment company led by Under Armour and, of course, uh, Kevin Plank. That, according to Balt Business Online, he will be their executive vice president and chief financial officer. It was announced on Friday that Resch was leaving the organization uh, to take a job closer to home in Baltimore. So, indeed, he did, and that's what's trending. If you can't have your pudding. Do you know what this song is, Chris? Yeah, um, I can't you, think I of I think you and Grant Paul said, you, you know more about music than Grant because right. you like the Eagles. But we can't hang no We don't need no We don't need no education. Education. I was thinking res- I was just thinking reservation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such no, an idiot. We just ransack your hotel. Oh, speaking of ransacking. Mm. Mm, that's did a good tease. I, did I lead you right to the right place? Yes, of course you did. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day on Russell and Medhurst. All right. So, Mr. Pedro, when you are traveling around and about and you go into a Wawa, do you get a hoagie, hun? Or do you get coffee, or do you get a nice ice-cold Coca-Cola, maybe a, a donut, maybe a cookie, something I always get either a chicken cheesesteak or a cheesesteak from Wawa. Okay. That's what normal people do, right? Most oftentimes, yes. Well, imagine the surprise of going into the Wawa in Philadelphia on um, Roosevelt, uh, Roosevelt Boulevard. Uh, the other night at about 8.20 at night and finding about 100 youths. I said not two youths. Youths hurling food 
and drinks at one another all over the Wawa, and one of them, uh, said to be about 100, twerking on the counter, according to grainy video that I've seen that the New York Post presented. This happened at about 8.20 on Saturday night, Wawa, Roosevelt Boulevard in Philadelphia. About 100 youths crashed the place, started tearing it up, uh, started all videotaping it. Again, the young lady got up on the counter and they started twerking, right? And the employee behind the scenes, behind the counter, behind the deli counter said, yelled out, you're all stupid. For real, you're all stupid. Ugly, broke. So you, you'd think, right, like that's just a mess, right? You, you leave the carnage of the place. Uh, everything is all over the place. Every, food items, drinks, all on the floor. Apparently, when police showed up, they didn't arrest anybody. They didn't arrest anybody. How do you do that if you're police, a store of whatever nature, got completely ransacked and they didn't arrest anybody if i'm wawa i get that video and i try to identify some folks roosevelt boulevard man it's not the one i don't think it's the one that adam eaton and i went to because it's not quite in the middle of the city name dropper well, Adam Eaton and I went for a walk on a Saturday morning when the Nats played in Philadelphia in 2019, and there was a Wawa literally built within the city landscape. Name um, dropper. Well, you know, sometimes you got <laughs> sometimes you got to drop names for the benefit of the story. I hear. You. So we went in there for coffee and stuff like that, but we didn't twerk on top of the counter. Uh, you, you didn't? No. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, could you imagine not arresting anybody, not charging anybody? I don't know if charges are still to come, but they didn't. They didn't do anything. Yeah. According to the story that I've read. Well, what so, are they supposed to do? I arrest somebody. Get, get a paddy wagon and bring it down to the wall. Arrest Walla? somebody. They mm. damaged an entire store and they twerked on a counter. How hard is this? Now, I'm not just killing the police. I'm killing the people that actually perpetrated the crime. Either way, Wawa, I feel bad for you. I'm sorry because those people, all of them, everyone connected to this story, they did a really bad thing. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum dum of the day. I, I mean, <laughs> this is our society, man. I know. This is our society, unfortunately. This is not going to be the last time we hear something like this because you brought up the great point. There was no consequences for these people doing yeah. what they did. Just like all those people that burned up a lot of the stuff in Baltimore. The officers dispersed the crowd but made no arrests. And there were no reported injuries. I mean, you got people running around the Inner Harbor, which used to be an unbelievable place in Baltimore now. And and people can't really confidently go there uh, at night without the threat of potential violence. I mean, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere we go in our society. It's not just here. It's in all states, cities, everywhere. It's a massive problem um, that really, quite frankly, there's probably not much of a solution for right now. Unless you start throwing, I mean, what's the what's the proper consequence for people twerking and breaking up a Wawa? I don't know. You Here's know? what I'm not doing. Destruction that. of property. Here's what I'm not doing at the I mean, next Wawa people, that I go because into. Look, twerking. We, we got people out there, believe it or not, that do more than that and get a lot less penalty than what they should. So 
Even if we arrest all 100 people, what are we going to do? Release them on their own recognizance and send them on their way. That's what's going to happen based on our society today. Burgundy and gold today. We know that's up next. We love it. Doc, Linnell, Scotty, they bring it to you all week long right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 